to one of the temptation of saint anthony this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by tony addison the temptation of saint anthony by gustave flaubert translated by lafcadio hearn argument frailty sunset in the desert enfeebled by prolonged fasting the hermit finds himself unable to concentrate his mind upon holy things his thoughts wander memories of youth evoke regret that his relaxed will can no longer find strength to suppress and remembrance begetting remembrance his fancy leads him upon dangerous ground he dreams of his flight from home of ammonaria his sister's playmate of his misery in the waste his visit to alexandria with the blind monk didymus the unholy sights of the luxurious city involuntarily he yields to the nervous dissatisfaction growing upon him he laments his solitude his joylessness his poverty the obscurity of his life grace departs from him hope burns low within his heart suddenly revolting against his weakness he seeks refuge from distraction in the study of the scriptures vain effort an invisible hand turns the leaves placing perilous texts before his eyes he dreams of the maccabees slaughtering their enemies and desires that he might do likewise with the arians of alexandria he becomes inspired with admiration of king nebuchadnezzar he meditates voluptuously upon the visit of sheba's queen of solomon discovers a text in the acts of the apostles antagonistic to principles of monkish asceticism indulges in reveries regarding the riches of biblical kings and holy men the tempter comes to tempt him with evil hallucinations for which the saint's momentary frailty has paved the way and with the evil one come also the seven deadly sins phantom gold is piled up to excite covetousness shadowy banquets appear to evoke gluttony the scene shifts to aid the temptations of anger and of pride Antony finds himself in Alexandria at the head of a wild army of monks slaughtering the heretics and the pagans without mercy for age or sex in fantastic obedience to the course of his fancy while reading the scriptures a while before and like an invisible echo of his evil thoughts the scene changes again alexandria 
is transformed into constantinople antony finds himself the honoured of the emperor he beholds the vast circus in all its splendour the ocean of faces the tumult of excitement simultaneously he beholds his enemies degraded to the condition of slaves toiling in the stables of constantine he feels joy in the degradation of the fathers of nicaea then all is transformed it is no longer the splendour of constantinople he beholds under the luminosity of a greek day but the prodigious palace of nebuchadnezzar by night he beholds the orgies the luxuries the abominations and the spirit of pride enters triumphantly into him as the spirit of nebuchadnezzar awaking as from a dream he finds himself again before his hermitage a vast caravan approaches halts and the queen of sheba descends to tempt the saint with the deadliest of all temptations her beauty is enhanced by oriental splendour of adornment her converse is a song of witchcraft the saint remains firm the seven deadly sins depart from him the heresiarchs but now the tempter assumes a subtler form under the guise of a former disciple of antony hilarion the demon while pretending to seek instruction endeavours to poison the mind of antony with hatred of the fathers of the church he repeats all the scandals amassed by ecclesiastical intriguers all the calumnies created by malice he cites texts only to ferment doubt and quotes the evangels only to make confusion under the pretext of obtaining mental enlightenment from the wisest of men he induces antony to enter with him into a spectral basilica wherein are assembled all the heresiarchs of the third century the hermit is confounded by the multitude of tenets horrified by the blasphemies and abominations of elkas corpocrates valentinus manes sardo disgusted by the perversions of the paternians marcosians montanists samptians bewildered by the apocryphal gospels of eve and of judas of the lord and of thomas and hilarion grows taller the martyrs antony finds himself in the dungeons of a vast amphitheatre among christians condemned to the wild beasts by this hallucination the tempter would prove to the saint that martyrdom is not always suffered for purest motives antony finds 
the martyrs possessed by bigotry and insincerity he sees many compelled to die against their will many who would forswear their faith could it avail them aught he beholds heretics die for their heterodoxy more nobly than orthodox believers and he finds himself transported to the tombs of the martyrs he witnesses the meetings of christian women at the sepulchres he beholds the touching ceremonies of prayer change into orgies lamentations give place to amorous dalliance the magicians then the tempter seeks to shake antony's faith in the excellence and evidence of miracles he assumes the form of a hindu brahmin terminating a life of wondrous holiness by self-cremation he appears as simon magus and helen of tyre as apollonius of tyans greatest of all thaumaturgists who claims superiority to christ all the marvels related by philostratus are embodied in the converse of apollonius and damis the gods hilarion reappears taller than ever growing more gigantic in proportion to the increasing weakness of the saint standing beside antony he evokes all the deities of the antique world they defile before him in a marvellous panorama gods of egypt and india chaldea and hellas babylon and ultima thule monstrous and multiform phallic and ithyphallic fantastic or obscene some intoxicate by their beauty others appalled by their foulness the buddha recounts the story of his wondrous life venus displays the rounded daintiness of her nudity isis utters awful soliloquy lastly the phantom of jehovah appears as the shadow of a god passing away for ever suddenly the stature of hilarion towers to the stars he assumes the likeness and luminosity of lucifer he announces himself as science and antony is lifted upon mighty wings and borne away beyond the world above the solar system above the starry arch of the milky way all future discoveries of astronomy are revealed to him he is tempted by the revelation of innumerable worlds by the reputation of all his previous ideas of the nature of the universe by the enigmas of infinity by all the marvels that conflict with faith even in the night of immensity the demon renews the temptation of reason antony wavers upon the verge of pantheism lust and death antony abandoned by the spirit of science comes to himself in the desert then the tempter returns under a twofold aspect as the spirit of lust and the spirit of destruction the latter 
urges him to suicide the former to indulgence of sense they inspire him with strong fancies of palingenesis of the illusion of death of the continuity of life the pantheistic temptation intensified the monsters antony in reveries meditates upon the monstrous symbols painted upon the walls of certain ancient temples could he know their meaning he might learn also something of the secret lien between matter and thought forthwith a phantasmagoria of monsters commenced to pass before his eyes the sphinx and the chimera the blemies and astomai the cynocephali and all creatures of mythology creation he beholds the fabulous beings of oriental imagining the abnormities described by pliny and herodotus the fantasticalities to be later adopted by heraldry the grotesqueries of future mediaeval illumination made animate the goblineries and foulnesses of superstitious fancy the witch's sabbath of abominations metamorphosis the multitude of monsters melts away the land changes into an ocean the creatures of the briny abysses appear and the waters in turn also change seaweeds are transformed to herbs forests of coral give place to forests of trees polypus life changes to vegetation metals crystallize frosts effloresce plants become living things inanimate matter takes animate form monads vibrate the pantheism of nature makes itself manifest antony feels a delirious desire to unite himself with the spirit of universal being the vision vanishes the sun arises the face of christ is revealed the temptation has passed antony kneels in prayer l h end of chapter one